Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will continue with the message he started on our previous episode entitled One for All, All for One, Continued. Pastor Chuck had so many important things to talk about in this message from before, he had to follow it up with a message under the same title. So if you have your Bibles, please turn them to Romans chapter 12 right now, and we'll join in with Pastor Chuck. Leads us to where we are today. I want us to look specifically today at the means that Christ has given us one real point for today. One real, one real thing to look at today is the means by which Christ has given us, by which once we become a living sacrifice, he gives us these means not only to remain as a living sacrifice, but these means that communicate to others that we are in service to him for our good, but most importantly for his glory. It's for the welfare of those that are around us that we are connected to, but it's more so for his glory. Um, one of our, uh, uh, one of our um, mission verses, I call this a mission verse here at Rebuild Fellowship, is in Jeremiah 29, verse 7. The verse goes like this. It says, seek the welfare of the city that you have been called into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare will you find your own. In other words, I want you to serve others as I have served you, even in a place that is foreign to you. Why? They had disobeyed God. And when God told them, if you disobeyed what was going to happen, I was going to send you into exile. You were going to get um, evicted out of the promised land. I was going to send you into exile. I'm going to let your enemies rule over you. And so here it is, amongst other things that he said, there were two major things they said. I'm going to kick you out of the promised land. You're going to go into exile and your enemies are going to have rule over you. So here they are. They're in a position. Watch. But God says, while you're still there, you're still going to operate in my character. You're still going to abide by my rules and by my standards. And you're still going to live out my gospel, even though you disobeyed. Watch this. He says, watch this. Now, as you're in service to others, you're going to be taken care of. As, as, as the Apostle Paul says in Philippians, he says, look not solely to your own interests, but more so, I mean, own interests, more important than me, your own interests, but more so look to the interests of others. In other words, the Lord is saying, be selfless, not selfish. Be selfless, not selfish. And so now this is where we pick up in verse three. Verse three says, for by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you are, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. So we looked last time at what it means to be humble. To humble. First Peter chapter five says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and in due season he will exalt you. 
Casting your, your cares on him because he cares for you. So there's this posture of humility. I just pointed out what Jesus modeled for us in Philippians 2. He humbled himself, taking on the likeness of men, and he became a servant. And he then walked in obedience, obedience to the point of death, even death on the cross. So he modeled this, and now the grace that he gives us gives us the means to do the same thing. So the Apostle Paul says, listen, okay, now that you understand this, if you're God's mercy. You become a living sacrifice. You're now transformed by the renewing of your mind. I want you to stay right here in humility. I want you to stay right here in humility. And humility, what I told you C.S. Lewis said, is humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. It's not devaluing yourself because you've been purchased by the blood of the lamb. You have immense value. But what he's saying is, listen, it's not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Going back to Augustine, he says, humility, watch this. This is important. Humility is the foundation of all the other virtues. Hence, in the soul in which this virtue does not exist, there cannot be any other virtue except in mere appearance. Humility is the foundation in which all the other virtues exist and have life and vibrancy. And in the soul where this virtue, humility, does not exist, there cannot be anything of this virtue except in mere appearance. So what is he saying? What is he saying in this moment? He's saying this. Watch this. You ain't humble. It don't matter. All you're going to do is be faking it. In other words, the scripture says you'll be taking on a form of godliness, but you ain't going to have no power. Humility. If we're going to walk like Jesus, talk like Jesus, live like Jesus, love like Jesus, serve like Jesus, forgive like Jesus, glorify the Father like Jesus, we have to have the foundation of humility. So before he gets into the gifts of grace that God has given to us as a collective body to glorify him and to serve each other and others with, watch this. It's got to be rooted and founded in humility. We can't miss that. So now let's go to verse four. It says, for just as each of us, now we're bringing back in, watch this, this one for all, all for one mindset. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we though many form one body, and each member belongs to the others. Watch this now. Many of you are familiar with uh, different sports teams. I kind of referenced this last time. Many different sports teams. You can have football. You can have basketball. You can have lacrosse. Even with the Olympics, everybody gathering together, they're all on one team. Even though they have different functions, operating at different events in the Olympics, they're still one united community, all seeking Um, to achieve the same goal. They all, watch this, they all take on the same mindset and they're all walking out and striving together to achieve the same mission. And like Manor family, we are to be doing the same as brothers and sisters in Christ. 
we have the same mission or should have the same mission that the Lord Jesus Christ had, and that is to come and seek and save the lost. That is to seek and save the lost. So with that in mind, family, Christ is the head. We are his body. We need his mindset in order for us to be the body, to be his hands, his feet, his arms, whatever he needs us to be here in the earth so he can be glorified and that the world through him might be saved. That's the mission, family. I don't want to lose sight of the mission. We become so focused on ourselves that we're losing sight of the fact that Jesus came to seek and save the lost. And family, we got to stop spending so much time on ourselves and not spending time in the mission of God because folks out here are dying. They need a savior. I don't have to tell you what's going on in this world to show you and prove to you that the world is in need of a savior. And we have been called to be his hands and feet here in the earth to be models of that which he can be glorified through and which others can find to come to ask the question, what must I do to be saved? That God right there, I need to know his name. I need to be in relationship with him. And this is the mindset we need to start taking on. Now watch this. Now watch this. He starts off, right? He starts off with talking about this is the grace, right? Verse six, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Verse six, he says, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us, right? So we're all, we're all different members. So again, if I go back to that Olympic example, right? I'm looking forward to the Olympics this summer. The Olympics example, you got folks that do track and field. You got folks that do gymnastics. You got folks that are swimming. You got folks that are playing basketball. You got folks that are doing all these other different sports and different events here. Uh, uh, some are fencing and, and, and tennis, whatever, uh, 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 whatever it is, table tennis. All of these things are happening. All of them, they're all the members of one unit. The same country. Same mission. They all want to achieve the goal. Right. They all want to live their country to win the Olympic Games, but they all have different functions. They all have a different measure or skill set measure of grace that the Lord has given. But collectively, it all serves to achieve the greater goal, the bigger purpose. And like man or family, God has dispensed to us. He has distributed to us all measures of grace. And we operate. We operate with different gifts. But when we come together. We come together in a manner to achieve the overall mission of seeking and saving the lost. I'm old school. I like old school cartoons. I used to love Voltron. Voltron used to come together. All of them, the different little uh, uh, mechanical lions, they were all different colors. You had the black one, you had the red one, you had the green one, you had the blue one, you had the yellow one, and all of them would come together. But when they all came together and they formed that one uh, a mighty warrior, that mighty soldier called Voltron, when they all came together and worked together, all of them had different powers, all of them had different skill sets. But when they locked in together and the torso came together and the sword and all that good stuff, they came and they were able to achieve the common goal of defeating the enemy and bringing forth peace in the universe. And in like manner, family, we are 
all come together, when we band together and we all lock together and we come and we lock together and, and now we see the breastplate of righteousness and we got the shield of faith and we got the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We're able collectively to defeat the enemy and achieve the overall goal of being priests, bringing, bringing peace to the entire world by seeking and saving the lost. Bringing those who are far away from Jesus near to Jesus. That's what he came. That's what he came for. Peace I give to you, not as the world give it, but such as I have, I give to you. Now, here we go. Verse six. Here we go. Verse six. Here we go. Got to move on. Verse six. We have different gifts, right? According to the grace given to each of us. These gifts are given to us for the purpose of building up the body of Christ and in service to others. For the building up of the body of Christ and service to others. These gifts are to be for the blessing and benefits of others, never for self-glorification. Never for self-glorification. It's very important for that. These gifts have come. Watch the Apostle Paul even talks about this in Philippians. I mean, Ephesians in a different way until we all watch to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the son of God to mature. Listen to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ so that watch this so that we may be no longer tossed to and fro. By the waves, by to, uh, uh, excuse me, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning and by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking truth and love, we are to grow up in every way into him. Who is the head? I just told you Christ is the head um, 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 from the whole body from whom the home body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Family, what God is doing for us, rebuild. I believe this. I believe this. I hope you receive this. What God is doing in us, he's, he's building us up. And he's now he's now bringing more to the surface. All these wonderful gifts, uh, 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 these means of grace that we are to serve one another, to build up, to equip us uh, for the saints, for the work of the ministry, to build up the body of Christ until we all attain unity of the faith and the knowledge of the son of God to mature manhood. So we don't keep getting whipped in our heads about all these little lying false doctrines that the enemy loves to bring forth by the craftiness that humans provide and thinking they're more knowledgeable God to keep us rooted and founded in truth and that truth is only found in Christ Jesus and so these gifts right these gifts are to aid us to grow together as one and family I'll say it now and I'll keep saying it I've said it before I'll say it now I'll say it again we truly do it better when we do it together he did not call us. He did not save us. He did not create us to be alone. There's no such thing as an isolated Christian. It should not be. There's no such thing as a disconnected uh, a Christian. It should not be. When he created man, he said it's not good for man to be alone. It was not good. So watch this. 
Start off saying, watch this. He said, listen, he said, these are different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. So, hey, he starts off saying, watch this. We may not all have these gifts, but we at least got one. Some of us got multiples and God, watch this. God can, God can bestow a measure of grace on us to operate in any one of these gifts at any time, depending on once he, what he wants to do when he wants to do it. So I want you to hear that. I want you to make sure you understand that God can give us grace to do any of these gifts. This is not an exhaustive list as the apostle Paul listed. This is not an exhaustive list, but these are some gifts that we should be able to see in us. If we have a renewed mind and living a transformed life by the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ in service to the Lord Jesus Christ. So he starts off here. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. What does prophesy mean? It means simply to deliver a message from God as inspired by the Holy Spirit in order to encourage people to remain faithful to their covenant relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it means. It, it, it simply means to deliver a message. It is what, what is the Lord saying in this moment that is going to convict and build up if needed. It's a message that comes from the Lord, it's speaking truth in love. It's, it's, it's going to convict us, watch, that should lead us to a place of repentance if needed. But in that moment, it's also building you up. It's also building you up. It's delivering a message from God as inspired by the Holy Spirit in order to encourage people to remain faithful to their covenant relationship with the Lord. Now watch this, right? You got to have word in you, which means you got to be in the word, right? If you want to speak a message from God, you got to get some word of God in you. And it's also, right, birthed out, it's empowered by the word, and it's birthed or ignited through prayer, right? So, so, so you need, right, if the Lord uses you to speak prophetically, to speak a word of life, and a word of truth, and he wants to send a direct message, right? DM, he wants to send a direct message. He will use any servant that he wants to at any given point in time. He will give them the grace that is needed in that moment. But watch this. He'll do that if you have been one who has been spending time in his word and spending time with him in prayer. It ain't just no flipping. No, 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 no. Word in, word out. So if he needs to get a direct message to you, you got to be plugged into the source. So it's going to be empowered by the word and it's going to be, it's going to be developed and fueled and birthed through prayer. Haven't we just been learning that in our, in our spiritual discipline book? We've been learning about prayer and Bible intake and the importance of that. When you put yourself in that position, then God can say, watch this. Watch what he says here. He says, then you prophesy in accordance with your faith. Watch that. That means now, watch simple version of what that means is I'm depending on God for this, not me. You prophesy, not prophesy. You prop. So, so in accordance with your faith, right? So 
with my, when I say in accordance with my faith, and I'm trusting and believing God, and I'm depending on God, my allegiance is on God, my, 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 my whole being is rooted and centered on Christ, then I'm availing myself to be fit for the master's use in this way. And God said, boom. Now, how do I get faith? Watch this. Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that goes by, if we're going to prophesy, you got to get the word in. So when the moment comes, right, wherever it is, you could be in a grocery store. You can be in a church service. When our, in our normal in-person, in-person gathering, come online, you can be in the grocery store. You can be at work. And Lord, the Lord could speak something to you and you begin to text that to your sister in Christ, your brother in Christ, or you call them up. That's 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 prophet. That's a word. Let me tell you what the Lord is saying. Let me encourage. It should either convict and or build up that person. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you'd like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www. Dot rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck finishes up his message entitled One for All, all for one continued.